0: And we are back with episode two in our series, ICT for the PGC. It's the 23rd of Feb, 2021, and we're going to be talking about the use of videos in the classroom. My name is Rian, and I'm in Albertson, Johannesburg. During this podcast, we will hear from Neil Raderman in Cape Town, another Joe Berger, Govender, Govinda, and finally Bernard Struders from Kimberley. Using video in the classroom, is an amazingly effective tool if certain conditions are met. Our aim with this podcast is to discuss these conditions as well as make recommendations on using this teaching tool. To effectively use video in a classroom, you need to make sure that everyone can see the video. This means that you've got to make sure that the lighting is right. There's a reason we go to a cinema in the dark. Sitting in the dark makes the colors pop. We have been conditioned that a dark room, and let's be honest, the smell of popcorn, means we have to pay attention to what is on screen. In a classroom situation, we can't turn our classroom into a cinema. We can, however, use techniques to darken the room using blinds, blankets, or curtains. Remember... Don't put the screen right next to the window with sunlight. Also, make sure the overhead lights don't bleach the screen or cause unwatchable bright spots. I'm going to hand over to Neil so he can further discuss this.
1: Thank you, Rian. The use of videos in modern education helps students to engage with more complex themes and could facilitate further engagement with the content. The use of a suitable space is as important as the lighting. Creating a designated space for online teaching that is clutter-free is crucial for educators working from home. Doing so, the learner will stay productive and focused and would not be distracted by anything from the teacher's side. In the classroom setup, it is more of an ergonomic matter. Make sure that the computers are placed so that everyone can see clearly. If a screen is being put up, arrange the tables and chairs in the classroom that each student can see clearly. Most of us use a normal-sized laptop with a standard-sized screen. Beware of a screen too small. Some teachers want to show material to a big class full of pupils on a single laptop. If a student each has their own electronic device, it can work. But if you can have a big projector for showing these videos to the whole class, it's even better. Number and detail of the information on the screen is an important component of the effectiveness of the video itself. Things that are very visible on the computer screen are spelling errors. Remember to use sensible text. And background colors to create a distinctive contrast. The size of the video itself can also refer to the length of the video. Sometimes a longer video is needed, but in my opinion, keep it sweet, simple, and short. I now hand it over to my colleague, Darshni Governor.
2: Thanks so much, Neil. So images are a great way to add beauty to a video, grab attention, help learners remember the content better, and better explain what the text is saying. Any images or objects in the video should be central to avoid getting cut off and must correlate with the text on the screen. The screen should be big enough to fit images or objects and text, as well as the teacher's head or full body. The teacher must also avoid using bright-coloured clothing and excessive or big jewellery so learners do not get distracted by it. Three objects or images maximum should be on the screen, as any more could be highly distracting and lead to learners not paying attention to the written text. The text should not be squashed on the screen, but be easy to read and see. A screen too small will cut out objects or images, and one too big will lead to learners looking away from the content and at things in the background. Therefore, the background of the video should have a professional look, for example, a classroom or lecture room setting, or a clear backdrop, which must cover the entire screen from corner to corner. There should also be no distracting objects in the background. The teacher's voice should be clear and loud and correlate with what is written on the screen. The speed of the video must be slow enough for the learners to read the content and allow the teacher to perfectly time his or her readings with each slide. I will now hand over to my good friend and great speaker, Bernard.
3: Thank you, Darshani, for the kind words. Today, I'll be zooming in on the use of videos in your classroom to teach. Firstly, I'd like to say it's kind of ironic that I'll be talking about using videos in your classroom to teach, while for the past year, due to the widespread pandemic we're currently facing, I've been using videos to teach while I wasn't physically in the classroom myself. Be that as it may, for teachers who would like to use videos in their classrooms to broaden the topic at hand and or stimulate deeper understanding, listen up. Video content. Our video content should always remain the most vital consideration when deciding whether or not to use a video for a given lesson. If you're not certain the content will be beneficial to the discussion for the day, rather avoid using it. In the case you do have a video that's fitting, it's also important to know how to use it and why. For those in the foreign language industry, for example, a fun educational video can serve as an icebreaker early on in the lesson, while in a biology lesson, it might incite some further reading on certain topics when showed later on or, most likely, after several preceding discussions. When planning a lesson with a video element, it's crucial to evaluate the role the video will play in the given lesson and use Gagne's hierarchy of learning as a basis to decide where the video will be most suitable. For example, is it used as a method to gain attention? Then, use it as early on in the lesson as possible. Or would you like to use the video as a method to recap prior work, then use it after laying out the learning objectives for the day? Perhaps, like with the example with a biology lesson, you'd like to spur on further reading after the class and wanted to use a clip from a documentary to do so. Then Robert Gagne would suggest, you show it as a way to close off the lesson. Either way, the digital age has wiggled its way into our classrooms and it's here to stay. The best way forward is to optimize our understanding and approaches we pick for using videos in our classrooms to improve the learning possibilities of our learners. Well, that's all we have time for today. Be on the lookout for our next episode soon. Best wishes and keep well. Bye.